Initializing recap. Greg reaches up and puts a hand on your shoulder, and he begins muttering something. And he says the word reckoning. I think I'm going to, like, take a look at the bomb a little bit more and just start pulling it apart, and anything that's, like, relatively dangerous, I'm just going to shove it into my cheek pouch. From across the atrium, you hear someone yelling those same words that you heard Greg and Fred doing. You look over at the transport terminal in which you dropped off the package for Nyx, and one of the men who was the receiver of the package is holding it above his head, and then is engulfed in flames as it explodes. You get a call, Durin. You see Thimble on the screen. You guys brought something back, and they want it really bad, Durin. And you reactivate the elevator and take it back down to the garage. And when the doors open, you are met with Vic Benson sitting in his newly acquired red convertible sports car. And he opens up his tablet and like pulls the screen up. It currently says, Wanted. Enemies of the Cube, it's the faces of uh, Victor Benson, Merrick, Durin, and Cody. And you guys are now in a high-speed chase with the stalwart blades of the Cube. You are free-falling, Durin, and for a second you think this is it. You open your eyes and you realize you're in the back of a Blades personnel car. And there are now two stalwart blade interceptors, and they say... Looks like we've just been delivered a present. Recap complete. Welcome, friends, to another episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Are, are we ready to do it? I got two questions for you, boys. <laughs> are we just going to get more scared every week? Yes. Are you ready to rock? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm... I guess. Are you ready to roll? <sighs> I Hey, okay. On that topic, guys, my dice last week sucked. Should I switch? I have like a silver D20 I was using. Should I switch to my blue? Do you think that'll go better? Roll them both at the same time right now. Right now, and then whoever goes higher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I got an 18 and an 8. I'm sticking with the silver dice. That's my one good roll. Can I use that thing? Uh, Nope. Anytime you roll an 18 now, it's going to be treated as a 1. Fuck. What if I roll a 1? That's still 1. Damn it. Yeah, sorry. Just It's Starfinder rules. I don't... Yeah, it's it's a wild system. It's a crazy system, but that's just the rules. (laughs) Um... Now, where we last left off, Duran, you were in a bit of a predicament. Some might call it a pickle. Some might call it a pickle. (laughs) In better situations. I mean, you're currently in the back of what is known as a longsword. It is a personnel vehicle that uh, is used to transport what are known as interceptors from place to place. Um, They were en route to meet you guys on the lightway, and you just happened to fall right, quite literally, into their lap. Can I point out that I love that it's called a long sword? I didn't tell, I didn't mention it last time, but the other two vehicles that you're Are currently- they short swords? Um, no, so one is a spatha and the other one is a dagger. Okay, 
dagger is cool. cool. Um, I don't know what Spatha is, which makes me sad because I should know my bladed weapons better. It's like a Greek, I think like a Greek or Roman uh, short sword. Cool. But yes, all of the blades vehicles are named after various types of Man, blades. these are so cool. I don't want to fight them anymore. And mainly because I keep rolling twos. <laughs> Whose turn? I think it was Durin's turn, right? He uh, did no, no, just I, land. I failed yes. my roll and landed. So it's, I think it's after my turn now? Yeah, so it would be Victor's turn. Um, he looks <laughs> down, and he looks at Cody, and he looks at you guys, and he's like, uh, good news, gentlemen, Durin's not dead. Uh, bad news, the rest of that sentence is yet. Cody, like, started smiling during that, and then sags at the end. Um, he looks over, and he's he's like, we can't attack the Blades. I, I don't want to hurt any of these guys, because they're just doing their damn jobs. For all intents and purposes, I would be on the, the other side if it wasn't me. All, all the evidence proves that we are doing some terrible shit. So I can't fault these guys for, for trying to stop us. Yeah, that's what makes this tough. And I think they're going to kill us. Well, I don't know kill, but definitely they're going to... There's a bone to pick with us, and it's not going to end well one way or the other. Cody looks back at like the giant car that's like slowly grinding us. And like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Victor is going to uh, take a round to aim his shot at the long sword below him. And it is now uh, Merrick's turn. No, sorry, it's the blade's turn. Someone, the, the hatch above the, the spatha opens up again. And this time a person crawls out and walks over their windshield onto your trunk. Uh, and pulls out their little stun baton and that will be their go uh now it's your turn merrick okay i'm trying to think about how to fight someone and not kill them or push them off a car uh give me give me a culture check sure gladly that's 21 um so you know that the most people, as you saw when Benson took the car last episode, are equipped with suits that will protect them if they fall off the lightway. All right. I'm going to jump into the back seat where Duran was. R.I.P. <laughs> um, so there is there is also room. If you're fighting from the back seat, you'll be at a disadvantage because they do have high ground on you. There is room on the back of the, the car if you want to take that risk. I'll fight with the disadvantage. Okay. And now, uh, is that disadvantage compounded by the failed yes. like pilot check? So you're yes. at like double disadvantage. Yes, you'll Screw be taking it. a minus four to your attack rolls for this. Yeah, Merrick fears no one. I'll stand on the back of the car. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you are now, just to paint the scene for those who forget, they are currently driving along a hard light lightway in the middle of the atrium of the cube this sort of hard light highway that spans the the length of what is essentially Central Park um, or the size of Central Park of shops and everything lining on the other side bridges every now and then uh, go from concourse to concourse um, and you are boxed in on either side by smaller stalwart blades uh, vehicles known as daggers and behind you is a spatha a more armored vehicle um, that is currently hooked into the undercarriage of your car holding you in place or holding you guys together and now there is a stalwart blade um, who is now boarded the back of your, your car and Merrick has just joined him to meet him in battle <laughs> yeah uh, I'm going to swing at his legs specifically trying to get him off balance to get him to fall off the car 
Okay, you know what? Give me an athletics check for this. Cool. Um, Because I think this isn't... You're not trying to do any damage, I assume? No. Okay. That's a 15. Okay. So you manage to knock him a little bit off balance, but not enough to throw him off the car. But he's now sort of like... His heels are off the car right now. Like he is that far on the edge. um, And he is looking nervous as he, you and him are just exchanging blows with your Solarian blade and his electronic baton. And it is now Cody's turn. It's, it's vindication time, baby. (laughs) God, don't jinx me, man. It's, it's redemption time. It's going to be in that one. Just (laughs) warning everybody. Um, Can I, so, okay, you, you hit me with your shit, and then I'll hit you with my shit. No, ask me what you would like to do, Cody. I, I kind of feel like I want to do some proactive piloting checks. I'm wondering if I can, like, jam on the brakes and, like, turn. Can I maybe use, like, the weight of this car against it and maybe slide it, even if it's just a little bit, into one of the daggers? Absolutely. This cool. is going to be a difficult check, but yes. All right. And I don't have... Any minuses, but I don't have any pluses, right? Correct. Okay. Oh, thank God. That's a 21. That I, I set the DC to 20 in my head. So, yeah, you manage to, you floor it, and you put the gas quite literally pedal to metal, and you manage to creep just like a foot ahead of the the two daggers on either side, and then you crank the wheel to the left and slam on the brake so that you guys both kind of go horizontal across the lightway, and you are now sliding, and you've managed to push one further up and one further back. But you guys are now currently sliding in like a Tokyo (laughs) drift horizontally down the highway. Um, Uh, Cody. Cody yells, Looks like I finally ran into someone that likes to play as rough as I do. I'm standing on the back of the car. <laughs> You've got four arms. That's so much balance. Um, give me a reflex save, Merrick. Oh, man. I sure. I'm so sorry. I had it kind of in my head before. Uh, I yeah. That's a three. Um, you, it's not, it's not going to be the worst. You fall prone onto the hood of the car and the ground you gained with the blade is lost as he moves forward onto you. He now, does he oh have God. to do a reflex save too? You know what? Yes, actually, uh, he's good. So yes, he <laughs> he moves in on you guys or on on Merrick, okay. and it is Duran's turn. Duran, you're in the back of. It's kind of like. Have you ever been on a water taxi? No, or, or know what that is? It's it's like I know the back of, of like, but I I've never been in one. It's like the back of like a, a catamaran or like a boat kind of situation. So the vehicle is, or like the 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 driver's seat is at the front, and then there's this large sort of seated area that could seat about six people, mm-hmm. kind of like um, a square of couches. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and there are currently two interceptors uh, staring you down. They are much more heavily armored. Mm-hmm. Than the ones that you've seen, uh, than like the the regular blades, and they are, they're ready to fight you. And um, I guess I'm prone. I look up at them. It's like, how badly do you want to make it out of this alive? <laughs> they look at each other and says, "The hell are you gonna do, rat face?" And um, as my action, or I guess my move action, I 
region of my pouch with the the explosive bits are, and I ready an action, and I'm just like, I think I got something <laughs> a little prepared for you. Give me an intimidation check. Uh, a twelve. Um, yeah, this is I, not a bluff. If that's no, no, no. I know that was that was gonna that was just like gravy for mm-hmm. for what you're doing. This 100 percent works. They they've seen the footage. They know <laughs> what you pull out of your mouth, and they know what you know what you have allegedly done on the cube. They look at him and they go, "It's pouch explosion." <laughs> <laughs> um, they both take a step back and they're like, "Hey, look." Look, you're in enough trouble as it is right now. Blowing up us is only going to make things way worse. The only thing worse than a terrorist is a terrorist that's also killed a blade. Think about it. Oh, my question is, what what's the punishment for terrorism? Just just wondering. I mean, probably a life sentence on Cherillus. I'll ask you again. How badly do you want to make it through this? All right. All right. Relax. Oh, no, no. I'm relaxed. Are you relaxed? <laughs> what What do you want? You're going to pull over, and we're going to drop all you off this car, and I'm taking this one with me. Well, we can't really pull over on the lightweight, but but okay, we'll, we'll pull off, and, and yeah, that, okay. Yeah, that's right. It's all I want. Everyone, everyone's happy. You get to go back to your families, and you can say some crazy rat nearly blew you up. Uh, <laughs> roll me a perception check, please. Um... I uh, rolled a 21. You can see there's another Spatha approaching behind you. Be a real shame if we got hit and uh, these little, these chemicals happened to rupture. We just all died here. Uh, You can see them starting to sort of like wave at the Spatha. And it's Victor's turn. He's going to take a shot at the uh, longbow below you. And he's oh, going no. to be... <laughs> oh, no. He was... Victor, no! He was readying his action, or he was aiming his shot. Victor, um, are you listening? <laughs> he's 30 feet above, and you're currently fucking horizontal. He's... He can't hear shit. Victor, you idiot! <laughs> Please, Daddy, no. Um, he shoots... He's aiming again at the engines of the, the longbow. Or, sorry, the, the longsword. And uh, he does hit. He's going to do some damage to it. As the car lurches forward with the the shot, the pilot freaks out. No, I won't do this to you, Duran. <laughs> you put me through so much. I, I was going to see if you could hold on to the barb. As no. the car <laughs> I came up with such a clever plan on the fr- fly, dang. No, no, it was very good. So that's why I'm that not going to cool. punish you. The It is now the blade's turn. So he's going to make an attack roll on you, Merrick. Um, that is a, uh, 16 against your KC. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oops. Oh, not the fucking best. That's, uh, four points of electric damage. Ugh. As he stands over you and just thrusts the baton into your stomach. Yep. And now it's Merrick's turn. Can I try to trip him from prone? Absolutely. So it is, um... You're trying to beat their KAC plus eight. Okay, I'll go for it. That is pretty good. That is a 21. 
That's it on the fucking dot. Um, so as he's standing over you, he thrusts the baton into your stomach. You manage to wrap your back legs or your legs around his and just pull him down so that now you guys are, are kind of like tussling prone both on your sides on the, the hood of the car. We're just sliding sideways down. Which is now sliding sideways. <laughs> um, you guys, and for drama purposes, is like your head, both your heads are off the car. So your shoulders are touching the hood. Everything after that is dangling off the car. So oh, you no. can see the light way below you. Oh, I and see you could also see Duran, <laughs> yes. <laughs> With a hand in his pouch. <laughs> Currently holding a bomb. I do love how, like, Durham was doing some really fucking cool exposition, like, like you know, dialogue, and is really threatening and really awesome, but it ruined slightly by the fact that he did have a hand in his mouth, so it probably tried it more like this. <laughs> no, I said he pulled oh, it out of his cheek. Oh, no, I pulled it out. I pulled it out. Oh, that oh. ruined my entire mental image. I'm very sad. Because oh, I, need, I need him to see the, ex- the, the things I'm holding, because they're actually dangerous. So, who just went? It was Merrick, right? Cody! Yeah. You need to straighten this fucking vehicle out somehow, or free yourself from this this uh, this spatha somehow, because mm. you cannot keep going. If you keep going sideways like this, your momentum will die, and you will be surrounded. Ooh. Yeah. So right now we're sliding. So I don't technically need to pilot this, right? Can I get up and try to gulch gun like the hinges of the thing that's attached to us? Uh, so here's what I'll say. I, you can open the door and lean out and try to shoot oh, okay, sides. Cool. I wasn't sure if I could get it from there. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to do that because I don't see the point in writing us and having him still be attached. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Uh, cool. Now, do I get the plus two from Cap? Yes. Uh, hell yeah. So that is going to be a 21 to hit. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Roll some damage for me. All right. So a big fucking, like, 20-foot gout of flame uh, is going to just kick out. Fuck. That's going to be five points of damage. Perfect. Was that plus two from? That is, unfortunately, plus two. I rolled a two. I have a one. Okay, cool. Um, Durin, you, or sorry, uh, Merrick, you feel a a spout of hot fire behind you as uh, Cody is leaning out the driver's side and shooting under the 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 car burning away the uh the hinges and they're not uh they're not all that particularly strong and the heat is enough to sort of like warp the metal enough that you are now free so i'm going to give you a pilot check to try to straighten out all right do i have minuses or pluses uh nope all right that (laughs) that's a 13 class uh that's a lot of 13s because you're not hooked to anything that is enough to just write yourself Mm -hmm. um as the spatha now is like slows to a stop behind you because it is it is going sideways and it it's kind of fucked as it sort of like gets smacked and t-boned by a car and like (laughs) another car hits it and like a small pile up behind you none of these are the minivan right uh no the minivan is still to your left no, still leave. I hope they go. Um, the <laughs> it is now Durin's turn. All right. Um, and I guess like we got hit, so it's a little shaky, and I'm just like, oh, someone up there isn't happy. <laughs> Better toss off your weapons and make it obvious that the situation's under control, or 
things are going to get real testy in a moment. Um, they, yeah, they toss their batons over the side and they say, look, and, we're, and I want to like be obvious to captain that like the weapons are getting tossed over. So we, so whoever's shooting us stops. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> that, I think, that's, why, that's why I was doing that. I think Vic will get the hint. Okay. Or are you doing an action? Where, what's a good, I'm trying to think of what's a good spot to even do with this right now. Cause I can either take, like pull away from the chase and kind of take the car, which I guess was my first thing, but I guess there's nothing nearby for me to like, for them to pull off. And yeah, no, you guys are like in the thick of the light way. Okay. Shit. A little parachute. Do they have little And I would love to know what would have happened if we took the back roads. <laughs> uh, yes. So you do know that like these guys probably have the same safety precautions as that other dude who got thrown out of the car. If oh, the okay. Ones, right. Cause they're like, you know, government officials and whatnot. Yes. All right. If that's the case, if they have those, if I knew about those safety features, like, all right, better jump and better aim good. <laughs> you want, there's still traffic going on, man. We, you want us to jump off the, into the lightway. Either that or have your vehicle behind us pull under so you can jump on there. Uh, Okay, tell you what, yeah, we'll get the Spatha, they'll hook on to us, and and we will we will board them. Is that alright with you? That sounds good to me. Because otherwise you're going to be in an unpiloted ship while we all jump out, and that's not a, not a good idea. So at least with them attached, you'll be able to get in the pilot seat, we'll detach, and you'll be on your own, yeah? Oh, I like, I like how clever you're being. Let's do all that. Right. Okay, alright, alright. And they wave the, the Spatha mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. And it drops its like hooks that it had on your guys' ship, and it you know kind of approaches a little slower. And give me a perception check. Um, I have a nineteen. Okay, you catch out of the corner of your eye the guy who's been doing all the talking, sig- like giving a like a come forward motion mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit too aggressively. Okay. Okay. And when when I see that, I guess I'll like make a little tink, tink, tink like motion with the with the two things. I'm I'm kind of imagining that like they're in glass and there's like tink, tink. And you see him. He stops making that motion and he he like starts gesturing a little slower. Okay. And okay. the spatha comes in very gently, very differently than how it hooked onto you guys and hooks onto the bottom. And they begin. Uh, the pilot and the the two guys that were in the back with you begin getting onto the Spatha. Now, here's the question: Are they going to actually disconnect? Uh, roll me a sense motive. Nah, <laughs> I was I like, know they're not. I know they're absolutely not. I was trying to scream sense motive so many times, and I know <laughs> I held back. Uh, Twenty three. I'm rolling fucking great it's on all of these. Really good. Uh, you, you need to launch Terry out of the cars more often because <laughs> you're getting so much better by yourself than us. Where was the, where was this on that last reflex save? <laughs> um, you can guess by the fact that he's been trying to like he was obviously trying to get it, them to ram, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. He, uh, he's got something like he's planning something. Okay. 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 You okay. you don't really know what, but like. You know he's he's got a bone to pick with you, and he's not going to let you take this car. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, with that, I'd be like, you know what? Once everyone goes, you stay back here with me. Uh, he as he's like on the the back, he's like got, walking up the 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 couches like stairs onto the spot, and he stops and he just says, "You don't have to do this." Oh, we don't have to do anything, right? He turns and looks at you, and he says, "I admire your balls," and 
he's going to draw his quick draw ability. Ah, shit. To pull a weapon out as a reaction and fire. And we'll see what happens here. Okay. Fuck me, he rolled a net one. (laughs) Wait, does he Uh, shoot the bomb? He pulls out his gun and tries to shoot you, but the, the combination of moving being like being pushed and propelled by another vehicle and the nerves of you who's been very deadpan about blowing them all to hell. His nerves are just shot completely and misses and he hits the steering column of the, the vehicle and Oh no, the one on right. Oh fuck. And (laughs) you feel it begin to pull on the spatha and it's like you can tell it's trying to fishtail but because it's hooked onto the spatha it's safe but you don't know how sturdy those hooks are and you don't know what's going to happen to the to the ship once it's free okay okay um and this guy uh fucking let's see he's gonna do a reflex save to see if he keeps his footing he does um and but he looks absolutely fucking terrified uh at that point i think i'm gonna I, if i have the actions to do it i'll jump into the piloting seat and try to get a handle on it before the disconnect happens uh yeah for sure so uh jump in there and give me an engineering check okay natural 20 holy shit where nice. was this where was <laughs> he's gonna, this he's gonna one shot this whole thing <laughs> it sounds like i'm lying but fucking hell 30 30 damn Fantastic. So you're able to undo some of the damage. It's a temporary fix, but mm-hmm. you'll be able to control this thing for a little bit, but okay. it's it's not going to last you very long. And okay. as you run that way, the dude realizes he's fucked and jumps on the spatha and mm-hmm. they disconnect, but they pull back so fast that the back half, they just tear like the back half of the, the long sword off. Oh, cool. Sweet. (laughs) Um, And then it is Victor's turn. Um, He's going to turn around and see you and uh, the the guy fighting Merrick. And he's trying to get a fucking a line on the the dude and realizes that it's probably easier to just hit him. So he reaches over the back seat and just fucking tries to clock this guy who's fighting with you. Yeah. And he does it. And he does seven points of non-lethal damage to him. Um, and he's going to... I'm going to say that's going to give you a, a bonus on your turn to, to fight him. All right. But unfortunately, it is his turn, and he's going to try to grapple you. Does a 24 beat your KC plus eight? Oof. Yes. Uh, so he manages after he gets clocked by the fucking uh, captain, he manages he like he realizes he's in a bad spot. So he grabs you and rolls you. So your back is now in be- like you're in between him and the captain. And he's trying to shove you off like he's trying to drag you off the the back seat. And that would be get your turn. Oh, actually, the blades blow in the Spatha with you, Durin. The hatch opens up, and those drones pop out and swarm your car. Oh, sweet. <laughs> um, now it's uh, now it's Merrick's turn. Is Durin's car right below us? Yes. How confident am I that if I fall from this location that I can land in that car? Uh, give me a perception check. That's a natural one. <laughs> There's no doubt that this is going to go absolutely perfectly exactly how you want it to. <laughs> I hate that you said that. 
I roll <laughs> off the car with the guy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I feel like Cody is finally like happy that he's finally done some cool driving maneuvers. Things seem good. Stuff down there looks good. He looks in the rear view, sees Merrick, looks down, looks back in the rear view. There's no Merrick. And he's like, what? So Merrick, you're going to, well, fuck. Um, how do we resolve this? Well, the, the guy who's grappling me, his parachute goes off, right? <laughs> That's Oh, true. Yeah. So you're now currently, he's like still holding you. Well, actually, you know what? Before you can roll off, you're going to have to give me an athletics check to see if okay. you can, because he's got you. So let's see if you can overpower him with just like, because you're not trying to really grapple him. You're just trying to like use your body weight to, to throw yourself off. We'll see what happens. Okay. That's going to be a 22. Yeah. I, I'll say that's enough to just fucking yeet yourselves off. So you, as you guys are on your side and with the momentum of him pulling you up to put you in between him and the captain, you're able to just like use your extra arms to keep the momentum going and you just roll off the back of the fucking hood. Yep. <laughs> um, and his, yeah, his, his countermeasures pop off and he's surrounded by that sort of drone parachute and is slowly floating through the lightway. Um, and you are, uh, if you're trying to get onto Duran's ship, now is the time to do it because you're not moving forward. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I'm going to aim for. All right. You're going to have to give me one more athletics check to see if you can get yourself free of his grapple. 24. <laughs> God, we're crushing it. How do you how do you get out of this grapple? Once again, I feel like this, this man doesn't have a lot of experience wrestling Kasathans. So uh, my extra two arms get into the game and they just start to overwhelm him. You know, like instead of just two arms wrestling, I've got two extra that help me rip away. And I drop down behind Durin. (laughs) Well, before that happens, Durin, uh, your car is going absolutely out of control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, Merrick rolled a one and didn't notice how fucked your car is. Your back end, as I mentioned before, is fishtailing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to give me a perception check. Okay. Oh, man, my perception is an eight. Uh, you don't see Merrick falling, so you can't <laughs> actively try oh, to yeah. straighten it out to try to catch him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we will see what happens as Merrick is falling through the light way as well. It is Cody's turn. Cody's freaking out, man. His family (laughs) are all falling off this car. So you currently still have the two daggers on either side of you. One is to the front and right of you, and one is to the back and left of you. Oh, fuck. Captain, are we all jumping below? Uh, He looks down at the long ship, or the long sword, and he's like, no, can you not see that thing's about to fucking blow? We ain't getting down there. My friends. The only way that this is going to work, we got to pick them up. So we need to we need one of these short swords or, or like did one of these daggers that or we break through the magnetic field ourselves uh, to do that. We need to get out on the hood and do what what uh, Dern was trying. So that would the that just alerts them where you are. Oh, OK, so you cool. can still do it. They would just have a, a tracker on you. That's fair. How do I, I assume a pilot check? No. So Vic says, you see that pylon up ahead? 
And there are these little gray sort of, they look like pawns in a chess piece. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, those emit an electromagnetic field that keeps us level and keeps us from going out. The only way for us to break through it is to break one of those so that the magnetic field is temporarily down and you have to gun it. So it's going to be a pretty coordinated event. So we can either try that or, like you said, try to take one of these daggers. It's up to you. How many people? Can I see how many people are in the daggers? Uh, There are two. There's a driver and a passenger. Fuck. Both options are so cool. (laughs) Um, And like... Okay, I feel like I'm going to try to, as we pass one of the pylons, like ram the car that's in front of us into it to destroy it. Okay. All right. So you're going to have to give me Wait, a Wait, would that kill would that would that kill them? No, no. Okay, great. No, these things are they're about like the size of a like household garbage can. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they're not fucking huge, but they're like in the shape so they're like kind of curved. Mm. Uh, and then there's like a, a round top to them, like a like a okay. pawn in a chess set. So hitting them, and because they can fly independently, like they're not going to plummet or anything. So no, it is it is completely safe for, to do this. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to try ram the dagger into that. Sorry, let me rephrase. It is completely safe for them to do this. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so I'm going to set the DC to 20. Okay. You're going to have well, to do... Don't tell me this. Um, the captain is going to get up. He climbs up to the, the passenger seat with you and he braces himself on the, the mirror and holds his gun out the window. And he says, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to shoot the back thruster. That will give you enough pull. If you clip them at the right angle, they'll spiral like a motherfucker. You got it. And that is him giving you aid. Let's see if he does it. He does. So you're going to get a plus two to this. As cool. he assists you in this maneuver. Don't worry about it. They always hire bums like me for jobs like this. Oh, and I rolled my dice off the table. <laughs> it's either a net 20 or a net 1. It's a net 1. No! What? TPK. It would have been a 10. Oh my god. We all die on this lightweight. So you... It's that goddamn minivan, isn't it? (laughs) Absolutely gun it. And you're just cranking as fast as you can. Captain hits his shot. No problem. Hits the back thruster. And the you can see the car or the the dagger kind of like fishtail for a second. And it would have given you a perfect opportunity to clip it in the back and send it flying through this pylon. But you notice that the minivan has switched lanes. (laughs) And has... Just kind of casually drives in front of you, and you have to slam on the brakes in order not to to fucking fishtail this thing. But with a nat one, you end up pulling back too soon, and the dagger behind you clips you. And you are now in a spiral across three lanes of traffic. I'm going to need to give you... Uh, give me a, uh, a drive check, please, or a pilot check. <laughs> Am I still getting aid? Uh, not for this, no. That's a 10. You manage to, with a 10, you're able to get enough control over it that you don't hit anything, but you slam into the side, the magnetic like sides of the lightway, and you're currently stopped. Goddamn. 
as the dagger in front of you is beginning to like turn around and the dagger behind you is is skidding to a halt as well. Fuck. Durin. Yeah. Why are my rolls so balls? <laughs> You're going to have to give me a pilot check in order to straighten out this ship and and get it under control. All right, I got a 14. It's not enough. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Merrick? Yeah. I need you to roll a d20. Just raw? 1 to 10. Something bad happens. I rolled a 3. <laughs> no! This is going to be the shortest-lived actual play podcast in history. The Spatha that was behind the long sword that collected all the boys, uh, thankfully, is still right behind the long sword. Um, you're going to take... Oof, uh, eight points of falling damage as you hit the hood of the Spatha. Now, is that taking into account the little bit of leeway he got from the parachute? Yeah, I mean, it was like pretty much instant, so you're more okay, or less on okay. the, the level. All right. Damn. Um, and uh, Durin, this is still your turn, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, you've failed to get this under control, and you are now also entering into a, a spin because the whole... <laughs> back half of this fucking car is gone and while you were able to put the steering column sort of together it's it's not enough to fix this and you are now currently spiraling what would you like to do oh my god i do want to try to correct it like i want to get out of the spiral if i can um am i allowed to make another check to try to get out of it yeah and so the the first was sort of like your free pilot check for the round this will be your action okay i'm gonna try to correct it if i can Yep. A little better. 16. That's enough. So you're able to pull it out of the spiral and give me a perception check as well. Okay. Oh, there we go. Unnatural 20. Um, Now that you have stopped spinning and like violently twirling around, you notice that Merrick is on the spatha behind you. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm going to try, if I can, I'm going to try... To pull underneath the the spatha, so um, Merrick could potentially just like roll off and actually land onto our uh, onto the vehicle I have. So you used your roll to your action to straighten okay. out your ship. So you'll yeah. have to wait until the next round for that. The blades, or sorry, Victor's turn. He's going to. You guys have taken some damage. Yes, it looks like you're not in great shape. Yeah, stamina could be better. He yells out and he says y'all need to get your shit together we need to regroup somehow as your your two cars zoom underneath and everyone's going to restore 15 stamina points oh just stamina okay just stamina yeah. can we get temporary stamina points no um and the blades are going to you know what the blades aren't doing shit actually no they have the two you guys so the one is going to use their turn uh to reconvene at you guys cody um mm-hmm. and the other ones are going to there's like platform their their cars kind of like the the seats pop out because they can't stand on the the light way so their their seats sort of like slide to the left and right outside the car and they have their guns trained on you the the ones that were behind you mm-hmm. um and they say put your hands up we have you surrounded you're not going anywhere and that's their turn merrick it's your turn you're currently on the, the hood of this speeding Spatha. Uh, give me a perception check. All right. 
that's going to be a 15. Uh, so yes, you now see that in the front or in front of you is Durin currently driving a very fucked up longsword. How far away is it a jump? Uh, I would say there's probably about a car's length. So what, like 10 feet, 12 feet? I get, I have, thanks to my jet dash feed, I have double jumping distance. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to try to jump. All right. <laughs> I'm assuming it's athletics. It is athletics. Yes. 23. Damn. So you're trying to, yeah, you were just trying to be 12. Yeah. Right? The DC is equal to the number of feet you're attempting to jump horizontally. Yeah. Yeah. So you're good. Sick. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you brace yourself sort of like kneeling down on the hood and just jet boot over to the back half of what's remaining of this longsword. Uh, and you're now on the longsword with Durin. <laughs> Look, Durin, think- what's going on? Um. You know the situation isn't too great. Good, good to see you, Merrick. How how's everything up there? Uh, go, good. I, I'm confused. Uh, I say we lose these guys and hopefully try to meet up with the Captain. At what? They're at a standstill, aren't they? Yes. Uh, you guys captain. are now zooming past them. Do you have a plan, Merrick? Uh, sort of. We have to. We well, we're at. Blade ship, so we can probably ascend up to them, right? The ship's not in good in good condition. It's probably it'll only get us so far. We can't rely on it too much. But you are correct that you guys can fly independently of the lightway. I'm about to blow, so we do have an explosion in our pocket, but I don't know if we can use that to our advantage. <laughs> what a coincidence! I have a have an explosion in my pocket too. The captain doesn't <laughs> want us taking lives, so it makes it very difficult. Yes, it does. Uh, give me a perception check, both of you. 11. <laughs> not one. Yeah, not one with a six. 11 is enough. It's not hard. The Merrick, you can see that there is an off-ramp going to the right um, that would bring you, circle you back around near uh, where Captain and Cody are. Uh, Dern, you see an off-ramp to the left that will bring you back around to Captain and Cody. <laughs> Duran to the right. No, no, I'm pretty sure it's this way. Are you positive, Duran? I've never been more sure of anything in my life. <laughs> All right, let's go left. <laughs> I, I hate this. Cody, it's your turn. Uh, are any, like, how far is the near? how close is the nearest uh, dagger? I'll say they're both, like, ten feet away. Okay. I feel like, so what if I just shot one of the gravity things? Like, would that just drop us? Uh, no. The the magnets are to keep you horizontal. Mm-hmm. The the light way keeps you vertical. Okay. So if you were to shoot the magnet, you would be able to like off. you could go off the light way, correct? Okay. Okay. Captain, I feel like we need a new vessel. And Cody is going to try to shoot in the front windscreen of the dagger facing them and then jump over. The ones with the, the two outside of the vehicle? Whichever one is like that's the one behind us, right? That's the one that hates you from behind, correct? Yeah, so I think the one in front of us, because they're not out, but they're both 10 feet away, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think he's going to try to blow out the ones who are still in. Actually, maybe the ones who are outside, actually, you're right, because then they wouldn't be in the cockpit. So I'm going to try to blow out the window with my gulch gun and then just jump into the cockpit. All right, so give me an attack roll. Fucking that one. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? You pull your gun out. And you pull the trigger and it clicks, but 
they told you not to move and you just drew a weapon on them. Uh, <laughs> so you now hear their weapons charge up. You hear like the... <laughs> that was your standard action. Would you like to do something else? I'm going to acro- or athletics over to the car. Okay. Because I, I, I was going to shoot through the window and jump over and my gun didn't work. So still going to jump over, I guess. Okay, that's a 17 athletics. That's 10 feet, right? Yeah. Cool. Perfect. So. And my land speed is 40, so I guess I get a plus four. Yeah, I was so, going to say, actually, you, if you, because it's the DC is doubled, right? So you wouldn't have made it if your land speed wasn't that high. No, it's doubled if there's no running. St- well, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it would have been yeah. a DC 20. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good thing you're fast, Cody, because. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been because now it's what a 21. Yeah, you just make it. You get there and like the back foot kind of like slips off a little bit. Um, but you are now on the hood of that car. Uh, Victor <laughs> kind of looks at you. He's like, I guess we're doing the damn thing. And he throws his kunai and just like tell like, you know, not teleports, but zip lines himself. Make sure he doesn't roll one. He's good. Uh, over to the same dagger that you're on. He's like on the, the roof of the car. Mm hmm. And the blades are going to try to take some shots at you. Oh, that's a two. And that's a nat one. So I think (laughs) they weren't expecting you to fucking jump on their car. So they're still aiming at the light up that sports car. It's fucking Swiss cheese. Whoever owns it is going to be pissed. But that car is fucked. And you're now on the dagger. Um, the blades below in the spatha behind you guys are, they're giving you a, a, a wide distance. Cause they don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. <laughs> Either do we, uh, they're, they were really winging it, you know, they're oh, terrified. Man. You have a bomb. Merrick is like shimmering with fucking like photon energy. They're getting reports of like, they've, the other people have boarded their ship. So, <laughs> They're the Spatha is keeping their distance behind. Um, and that's that's what they're gonna do. They're they're still following you, but plenty of space between you guys. Uh it is Merrick's turn. Well, I guess we'll see how confused they get when we turn left. Hold on, sorry, uh, I think I skipped I think I skipped Durin. Yeah, he's turning left. <laughs> yeah. So you're going left, Durin. Yep, yeah. That was I've never been more sure of this decision in my life. You're going to have to give me a uh, pilot check to see if you can control this ship that's currently natural fucking 20. So 27 on the wrong turn. (laughs) The, the steering column was a little fucked and you find that sweet spot. You know how like when headphones break, if you Mm -hmm. find the right spot, They'll they'll both yeah. work. So you do that with the steering column. You find the the spot where all the circuitry still lines up, and you have complete control. And you cross three lanes of traffic over into the left bridge, and mm-hmm. you're now going the complete wrong direction against traffic. <laughs> cool, cool, um, cool. And you notice that the the captain and Cody are on the the right side, and you are in the wrong lane, or like the wrong the wrong light way. I look at Merrick. I'm just like when when I say that next time, don't believe me. I will never believe you again. Sounds good. Uh, good Darren, plan. So you, you still have another like an action, like your turn. Oh fuck! I don't. Even, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I think we have to cross four lanes of traffic right now. 
is there any way we can get over to Cody and Captain? Yeah, so you're in you're in a blade ship. Yeah, you can yeah. cross through the traffic and and like break through the the barrier. The blade ships have no problem flying independently of the lightway. Oh, absolutely. Then uh, I'm gonna try to turn in and if I can ram the dagger that they're not currently on. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I will remind you that the daggers are two seaters. Oh. So I'm just that putting cha- that in. That changed a few things in my brain now. Um. Because <laughs> the four of us won't fit in a dagger, right? Not comfortably. You can maybe squeeze three. Someone would probably have to be riding the the outside. Like with with your size, Dern, you could probably fit in there. But a <laughs> one of the medium people would have to be outside. Okay, then I think I'm gonna look towards Merrick and be like, "Think we can take one of those daggers?" At this point, Dern, I feel like we can do anything gloriously or terribly, so we may as well take a chance. Okay, I think I'll try to go across back across traffic if I can. Yeah, you're gonna have to give me uh, another pilot <sighs> check. Yeah, and then try to make it so that way we can make a like glorious leap over to one of the uh, unclaimed daggers. Sure. The the both daggers have the people outside of their like in these like retractable seats, mm-hmm. uh, and they're they're all four of them are currently out and just lit up the the sports car you guys were in. All right, let's try and do this. Let's. All right, give me a pilot check. Unnatural twenty. All right, that's enough. You manage to weave through this oncoming traffic and where you would normally hit the barrier, you're able to just sort of sail right through. There's a bit of like that vertigo feeling when you leave mm-hmm. the lightway of of the hard light no longer supporting you. So there's a bit of that like dip, that roller coaster dip, um, but you're able to keep going and uh, you want to be above the dagger, you said? Yeah, yeah, or at least close enough that way uh, it's a not risky attempt to get onto it and start to try to take it. All right, so tell me, how do you want to board this dagger? Oh, I want to get close, and I want Merrick to make that decision. All right, well, I will say that you are you are close. The blades went, and it is now Merrick's turn, because I skipped yours earlier, so we're jumping to, to Merrick. So, cool, I'm going to try to leap on this dagger. Okay, so you guys are above it, and you're jumping down onto it? Sounds good. I'm good with that. Okay. More than happy. Um, So I will say this is an acrobatics maneuver as opposed to athletics because you're not you're dropping down and you need your balance to to get it. Natural 20. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Acrobatics. Yep. 12. The natural 20 guys take turn with me. (laughs) I got a 12. Um, You know what? Yes. I, I said I would give you bonuses for natural 20s. Um, oh yeah, thank you. Thank you. you Merrick, <laughs> you jump down and land perfectly superhero style, sort of like that three point. And Duran, you just see him miss it and you reach out one of your arms and just catch him and pull him over on and drop him onto the ship as he's about to plummet the fucking side of the, the dagger again. <laughs> Look at Merrick. Merrick, uh, I think I owe you a story after all this. You do, and I will hold you to it. Also, we need to get some of these parachutes that everyone else <laughs> yeah. seems to have besides us. The situation now is there are Duran and Merrick are now on the daggers, are on the, the dagger in the front of the, the sports car, and Cody and Vic are now at the, ba- the, the one behind the sports car. Cody, it is your turn. 
Uh, I want to, like, kick one of the guys off. Can I athletics him to just push him off? Yep, that is how it's done. Uh, great. When he's, like, he's busy, like, trying to re-kind of aim on us, I just landed over, and I just want to fucking, like, I guess continue my movement into, like, almost like a slide and just, like, lash out a big boot. Sure. That's a 20. Do I have a bonus off the cap? Uh, on attack rolls, yes. So it's That's a 22. A 22. So that is literally just enough, I believe, for this boy. Yep. Um, yeah, you, you tell me what this looks like. Uh, as I, like, jump over and as the, like, lasers are firing behind me and as the, sh- like, sports car is blowing up, I, like, land, like, almost in a crouch and continuing into a slide on my hip. And, like, as I'm lashing out a, uh, a foot, Cody's just saying, like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy gets kicked off and he's like oh fuck and then just like he wasn't expecting it so his rifle gets dropped and but he's still like pretty much at level with you as he just slowly kind of like feather fall style watches you <laughs> get into his car <laughs> um and Duran, it's your turn oh no um so is there a guy on our on our dagger with us there's two okay um I don't think the bomb trick's going to work again, so I think I'm going to take a shot at him. Okay. Like you're actually going to try to hit him? Yeah, I think... Uh, yeah, I think so. To try okay. to hurt him, at least. 21. Kinetic. Kinetic? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what are you... Your pistol's kinetic? Is that AC? Uh, AC? No, I have my rifle, but I guess like I would use my pistol for this, right? Because like everything's going on too fast, so... And you said you can use your pistol as non-lethal, right? I can. True. That's a good point. Except I didn't make that decision until now, so I'm just gonna have to keep it as is, I guess. So 21 with my pistol. Uh, yeah, the hits. Uh, oh, as uh, four points of uh, of flame damage, fire damage. The guy wasn't really expect. He was too busy watching what's happening over on Cody's end. He gets shot in the back. He's like, "Oh fuck!" And he looks and he says, "We've been boarded. We've been boarded." And his seat sort of 180s around so that he can get a look at you. Okay, um, that's my go. It is Vic's turn. He's going to roll to see if he can do the same thing Cody did. Uh, yeah, he does it. Um, he <laughs> pulls out his uh, his kunai and like almost like a garrote jumps over and grabs the dude th- with the chest and like throws him off and then swings himself around from underneath onto the seat. And uh, Cody, you and Vic now slide into the dagger, and you are on board. <laughs> I look at the captain. I'm like, "We did it." I uh, suppose we did. <laughs> and it's the blades' turn. They're gonna open fire on you, Durin, because you just mm-hmm. shot. Um, so the one guy is rolling a uh, that's a twenty-three against your EAC. Oh my god! Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, That's six points of fire damage. Cool. Um, And then the other guy, Merrick, now that they're under attack, that is a 12 against your EAC. Uh, That meets it, yeah. Okay. Uh, You're going to take five points of fire damage as they turn around and open fire on you guys. And it is Merrick's turn. Fantastic. I'm going to run up to one of these guys on the dagger with us and try to yeet them off out of here. Okay. Athletics? Yep. That will be a nine. Uh, no. 
So you kind of like jump down on the seat, but you're not, you don't have enough force to kind of push them in or push them off. So you guys are now kind of like balanced. You're on the platform that the seat comes out on and he's still seated. Classic. It is Cody's turn again. Oof. There's nothing I can really do to help them from here, right? Because if I shoot them, I could just kill them. And if I ram them, that's not going to be great either. I guess I'm going to, you know what? Okay, I'm going to drive up beside them um, and try to, like, help, like, aid with the grappling by, like, reaching out and trying to, like, pull them off. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I was going to maybe ride up and put a gun to his head and try to intimidate him, but I don't have intimidate. Quite the opposite, in fact. <laughs> so I'm going to run up and just try to, like, aid with the grapple. Sure. Do I need to roll pilot for that? No, this is a, a fairly standard check. You will need to roll for, you need to get a, make an attack roll and hit 10. Sure. Uh, with my athletics modifier or with like just an attack? Just an attack. And do I still have cap bonus? Yep. <laughs> oh, damn. That's like a 24. So you, uh, Durin, or who are you helping? Durin or Merrick? Merrick. Because he's like engaged in a grapple, right? Oh, true. Yes. Okay. So, yes. Turn just like uh, shot him, man. <laughs> Merrick, on your next turn, you're going to get a plus four. So, you're going to get Sick. plus two from the cap and plus two from Cody. Fantastic. Cody's just saying, take the train as he's like slowly pulling him off the back of the chair. <laughs> uh, Darren, it's your turn. All right. Um, now we're going to go non lethal and I'll start uh, hitting the one, I guess. Um, I'm not sure which one. Um, Merrick, you're, you're good, right? Uh, Cody helped you out with that one, so you I'll should be, be fine. fine yeah. <laughs> okay. I like how you said helped as if it was already done with. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's over with. Yeah, um, we've never and, done some bad rolls, ever. And then I'll do a non-lethal attack on the other guy. Okay. Uh, which is at minus four, so it's a... Um, I can't math. But you also do get a plus two, right? Yes, oh. you're getting a plus two from the captain. So a seven for EAC. Uh, no. Okay, I figured as much. <laughs> Vic's turn, and he's going to... He would be on... Cody's helping Merrick. Yeah, there's not much he can do from that side. So no, he's just going to keep giving you get him, which is the plus two to attack and damage. Thank you, Captain. You know what, Dern? Give me an engineering check. Now that you guys are close enough on the, the ship. Yep. Uh, unnatural 20. Cool. You can tell that there is a an ejection option on these <laughs> seats. Okay. Uh, okay. And if, and if you are able to get under it, like under the seat, you'd be able to activate that with a, a solid engineering check. Oh my god, that's super useful. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Merrick. Yes. Well, actually, well, sorry, started. I lied. The blades go first, so... Um, oh, fuck. That's, <laughs> uh, that's gonna hit your EAC. I don't even need to ask you, Darren. Sorry. Um, that's... Oof, seven points of fire damage. Ah! <laughs> okay, um, I'm at two health jesus uh as yeah you take another rifle blast and this time it catches you like right in the stomach on durin or merrick i'm sorry durin but that's going to hit you too i rolled two 19s as well i'm assuming a 27 hits your eac yeah yeah did i get shot twice or did one go between me and merrick this is merrick oh Oh, sorry sorry i got confused um fuck me that's another seven points of fire damage all right. As these two are just blasting you guys with as much with fear and terror as 
they need to get you off because they are sort of the last line against you guys. And now it's Merrick's turn. Okay, I'm going to try to eat the guy I'm in. I've been engaged with. All right, that's going to be with a plus four. That's 19. Uh, yes, I, I'm going to say with the fact that Cody's also pulling him and you're with your forearms. Yeah, you managed to get this guy. The seat sort of like tips backwards um, and he just kind of like rolls out of it. And again, just his like little thing triggers as he it's like, fuck you guys. We're going to get you. Just yell like we didn't do anything. Uh, he just gives you the finger as he slowly <laughs> like just descends into the light way. Um, and Cody, it's your turn. I guess I'm going to try whip around and help Dern. Sure. Yeah. You notice that Dern is not looking good. Actually, you know what? Sorry. I'm going to whip around and try to let the captain help Dern because I like it's my go. Or actually, I guess I could still do it in this go. Yeah. I'm going to whip around. Yeah. You can tell Dern is in bad, bad shape. Blood is seeping out of his, his stomach as he's like holding his wound. Um, I'm going to try and just athletics the guy off from behind, I guess. That's a 21. Yeah. With your, with plus two from the, the captain, that is enough to, I'm going to whip the, like, like drive forward, like spin around. And as I'm coming back, just reach an arm out and like clothesline him from the side (laughs) out of his chair. Um, Darren, you see Cody fucking clothesline the man who almost murdered you. I'm so happy out of the thing. And once again, he goes flying and is, is slowly descending safely. Um, (laughs) But you guys have successfully taken two, stalwart blade daggers and you now have full independent flight through the cube god damn finally um i look at dur and i'm like hey uh do you know if these have trackers on them uh do i uh give me an engineering check okay uh 21 yeah they absolutely do and i nod like yeah of course they do well <laughs> i'm like wanna wanna pry one out <laughs> How much time do we have? Not you can tell. Like, there's no way that you have time to to do this unless you're like Duran can do it in the vehicle he's in. Mm-hmm. But staying and transferring from vehicle to vehicle, no, you you will be set upon in in mere seconds. Captain, where are we going? Well, hopefully the the rest of the crew are safe. I'll message them to rendezvous with the ship uh, if they're not already there. They'll start getting preparations. I'm sure we're fucking locked down, but we'll figure that out when we get to it. Okay. Make for the ship? Yeah, we're making it to, to the Maverick, and once we're there, we'll we'll figure something out. You know, I'm, I'm sure the trackers don't really matter at that point. No, I, I would imagine that they know if we're independent flight, they know we're going to the Maverick. So be prepared for a fight. And you guys begin speeding through the atrium towards where the Maverick is docked. Hello friends, it's Dane, your Space Jam here for a quick little update and and, uh, housekeeping uh, stuff as usual. Um, First and foremost, I hope you enjoy the first episode of our No Rest for No Quest event. That's right, all February long, we are going to be uploading a new episode every week instead of our usual every other week. Just to get you guys a little little more caught up, we have a a kind of a backlog of episodes that we've already recorded and and edited. So we wanted to uh, thank you guys for the incredible launch and the support and reward you by giving you more episodes. Um, So every week, 
this month, there will be a new episode on Wednesday. Uh, and then come March, we'll go back to our every other week schedule. On top of that, you might have noticed something new popping up in the feed called a level episode, which is us dealing with um, anytime the boys level up in the campaign. We aren't going to do it uh, during the episode, just as a means to keep the pace going. If you want to know and are interested in sort of the crunch of character development, um, the same way that like Session Zero focused on character creation, uh, we'll be uploading separate auxiliary episodes called level episodes in which the boys uh, discuss their new feats and the new abilities that their class give them and sort of like a direction on how they're going to progress their character. If that's not something that doesn't interest you, you can completely skip it. They are uh, non-narrative episodes. They are literally just us leveling up their characters. Um, I ask some questions. They give some answers. If that's something that interests you, by all means, check it out. Otherwise, don't worry about it. You're not missing anything. If you'd like to uh, let us know what you think about the episodes, or if you have any fan theories or want to share some art, if you're inspired to draw one of the characters, we have a Discord and a subreddit. The subreddit is NoQuestCast. If you want to join the Discord, all you have to do is head on over to our website at NoQuestCast.com, and you will see a link to join the Discord. The people that have been joining and, and the community that we're already building is really, really fucking cool. So come on in, say hi. Um, share your theories. We've already got some pretty wild ones out there, which is really cool to see as the person running the game. If you'd like to join us on social media and hang out with us there at NoQuestCast for both Instagram and Twitter, we pull or more specifically, I pull names out of our followers and people who share our posts and, and, and tweet about us and talk about us. I've used the, the hashtag NoQuestCast to discuss the show with other people who are listening. I search those those tags and I go through our followers to pull out names for new NPCs and characters and stuff. So if I'm ever stuck and have a new character I need to introduce, I will uh, potentially choose your name and you would be in the show forever, which I think is pretty cool. I think that's all we've got to talk about, friends. So let's get back to the episode. Merrick, give me a perception check. Will do. Natural 20. Fantastic. You are flying underneath a bridge and two things happen. One, you hear the rumble of an engine and you notice that one of the claymores have been deployed. And that is the cube's excessive force option. It is a tank <laughs> and it drops down behind you guys. And the barrel begins extending from the front and three turrets from either side and on top pop out. And you can hear within your ships, both of them, alarms are blaring, indicating that a target is locked. And the other thing you notice is a familiar face standing on the edge of the bridge. It's Azen. Oh, God. And... As you fly under, time seems to slow as you guys make eye contact. As he stands on the bridge, his usual well-kept appearance is in complete disarray. Usually his dark blonde hair is pulled back into a short ponytail or top knot, but now it's longer than you've ever seen it, falling to his shoulders, greasy and matted. His typically well-trimmed beard is now long, unkempt and wild. He's wearing this long, tattered, dark gray hoodie that goes down to about his knees. And there is an almost feral look in his eyes. And something is different 
you've never really been able to get a read on him before, and this time, it's even more unsettling. And as you speed underneath the bridge, the tank comes underneath behind you, and you see Azan drop down on top of the tank and hear him yell in this horrible sort of tinny, not robotic, but like hollow voice. The way it sounds when you yell into a room with no sort of like acoustics. And he says, Merrick, give it to me. And he holds out a hand that is roiling and dripping in silver liquid. Who's Azen? I don't know, right? You don't know the name, no. I'm not even in the ship with you, so I can't... I'd like to look at the captain. I don't even know how to respond. I'm flabbergasted. What What do you want, Azen? What do you want? You can hear the tank. It just says, like, target locked. And Azen looks annoyed that this is happening. And with his hand, the silver hand, he plunges it into the center of the tank and tears out the engine. And the engine is like the size of a refrigerator. (laughs) And he holds it over his head and slams it back down to the front of the tank. And as it crashes into it, it begins spiraling down through the lightway into the atrium below. And Azen is just riding it down. And it explodes as it hits the concourse level. And people are hurt and there's like just this crater and you can see in the flames and the wreckage that one of the blades that was piling it is crawling and Azen just reaches down and grabs him by the throat and that silver liquid roils off him and into the blade and the blade stands up as if nothing has happened and he again locks eyes with you Merrick keep driving Durin keep driving quick Looks like you owe me a story, too. I think so. I just stare back, not breaking eye contact with Azen. Uh, yeah, and he doesn't do anything. He just stands there, and him and his... The the stalwart blade uh, just stare at you and follow your your, your trajectory. Um, Durin, you get a call. Uh, yep, I'll take a, I take a peek at it's, the... Uh... It's Thimble again. <laughs> You know what? At this point, I just like put it on the dash as I'm driving and flip it up and just be like, Hey, Thim. Duren, are you okay? I, I've been better. How, how are you doing? Duren, you need to tell me this and be honest, please. Did you do what they said you did? I don't think anything I tell you will just persuade you. What do you think? Duren, answer the question. Did you do it? Yes or no? No. Okay. They've locked down your ship, I'm sure you guessed that, but the Maverick is under complete lock. You are not launching it, but... Shit. I can give you a window. I can give you 30 seconds, but that's it. It's a one-time shot. When you are ready to launch, you tell me, and I will I will release it. I can do it anonymously, so there's no threat to me, but if you don't launch when you say you're ready to launch, you're locked for good, and I can't help you. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. Then when you're ready, you call me. We'll do it. Uh, sorry, the drinks didn't happen. Oh, you still owe me a drink. You owe me two after this. Yeah. Yeah. And Durin? Yeah. Don't die. No promises, but thank you. Them. You hear you. a commotion on the other end of the line, and she just hangs up immediately. And then uh, 
Yeah, flip it closed as well. And uh, I guess I'll like send like uh, tell Merrick to uh, tell the captain because I uh, I'm driving, so I'm assuming he has a communicator to uh, inform them I can buy us a window to launch the Maverick. Vic gets this and he says, "That's a goddamn godsend. Thank fucking god. I didn't tell you what happened in." You know, let's wait until we're docked. I'll tell you on the way to the Maverick. And you guys reach your, you know, the the last place that you can kind of go. You pretty much have to go by foot for the rest of the way. Um, So you guys are able to land these daggers and begin making your way through the corridors of where you've parked the Maverick. Were there any grenades in these daggers? Uh, There weren't, no. (laughs) Okay, I'll stop asking. Did I have time to heal? during all this that's what i was trying to say when as came out of nowhere i was like can we jab terry with the adrenal thing <laughs> please um yes you guys can heal now if you want the the serums are just like injectors you don't have to take time to do it so yes if you want to use some healing items yeah, yeah not yeah. a bad idea to do it now no, can captain do his stamina cry or is that i'm not hurt but i assume the boys need no uh, he needs to do that he can only he needs to rest before he can do it again. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Did I lose all my D8s. That makes no sense. What's a Mark One healing do? One D8. One D8. Yes. Mark Two is three D8, and oh. the adrenal boost is one D8. Three times a day. Yeah. Um. So I got one heal from that first one. I there don't it need is. it at all. So if you guys want to split there. the adrenal one between you guys, go for it. Oh, I took two hits from the adrenal, so I'm back at health, but I have no stamina. All right, we're good to go. Okay, you guys juice up. You've injected yourself with the the heels, and as you guys are are jogging through the corridor, Victor begins explaining what happened. We were contacted by the guild to investigate the beacon set off by the Nightcrawler. We investigated it. We found two taverns, reactors removed, and that liquid. I've reported that back to the guild. The guild was interested. The guild was concerned. The fact that people are attacking and dismantling taverns is not a good thing, but the administration, whoever the representative was, I've never seen them before, was very, very interested in this silver liquid, and they demanded that I hand it over. Normally, when someone gets that pushy about something, I know that it's worth more than what we're getting paid for. I tried to negotiate a better rate for us, and all hell broke loose. You saw what happened. Everything went to goddamn shit in there, and it was all because I wasn't going to hand over this liquid. So whatever this is, and he pulls it out of his jacket pocket, he says, we need to make sure that it is safe. And we need to make sure that whoever we give it to, we can trust. And right now, I think that list is mighty small. And he puts it back in his breast pocket. I don't know what the hell happened here today, but we need to clear our names and we need to get out the hell out of here. I will make sure that we are safe, but... Once we're off cube, we need to figure out a plan because our options are very limited and I don't think they're going to be very good. Is, is there somewhere we can disappear? There, yeah, we we have options. Like I said, they're not good ones, but we have contacts. We have friends. Granted, I don't know if they're going to want to have anything to do with us. Um, and you guys are moving through the corridor. If you want to continue having a discussion, you can. Let's just get safe first. Did... The person who was being pushy, did did they die in the explosion? I didn't really hang around. I mean, the explosion was me. That was my way out. I did that. You're so awesome. Well, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Um, yeah. Do you have any questions for Captain, or do you want to just keep moving? 
I th- I think any questions I would have for Captain, I'll wait till we're on the ship. Okay. You guys are running down a corridor, and it's kind of like a a blast lock thing. So there's it's multiple doors, um, but they're all open right now. So you guys are just hauling ass down here. And once you reach the last door, it slams shut, and the console goes from green to red, and it just says locked, and the door behind you beeps, and then you hear beep 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 beep. And the door opens, and before you, with a giant cannon, stands Rick and Chris Freelance. And he says, Sorry, guys, a gig is a gig. And he points the cannon towards you guys, and he says, I thought he was coming to rescue us. No, he's he's taking a job to stop you guys. No hard feelings. You know how it is. And he unleashes this absolute monster cannon. <laughs> and unfortunately, he completely misses you guys. And he hits the console to the door that just locked. And it explodes. And your door opens. And his door shuts in front of him. <sighs> From behind the door, you hear, Oh, bigs. <laughs> And then you hear, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Rick and Chris Freelance, the, <laughs> the true villains of this campaign. You know they're going to come back at us, right? Like way down the road when we forget about them. <laughs> they're going to come back around. You hear from the other side of the door, if you guys could just stay right there, I'll be in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just guessing numbers? I had it written down, but I forgot it. Just try a bunch of zeros. And you hear, boop, 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 boop. No, that didn't work. You know something? The only trouble with kicking the shit out of you is it'll be too easy. And Cody's like, let's go. (laughs) And as you run through the the corridors, um, you just keep hearing the beeps and the errors <laughs> of Rick and Chris Freelance trying to get through the door. Um, and you guys make it to the, to the Maverick and you arrive to the, the force field. Victor puts in his code. The force field drops for a second and he gets in and he's like, quip query. Satir. Now is it four zeros? <laughs> <laughs> it's not four zeros and nobody answers. That's not good. Uh, Cody like pulls his gulch gun out and, Vic also draws one of his pistols and he says, Quip, Query, Satya, you here? And he calls them on his comm and it rings for too long and it says, No answer. What would you guys like to do? No. I guess move in. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're not doing anything, just sitting here. We gotta just head in. As you move in, you the the Maverick's not a huge ship, but it it does take a little bit of time, and you make it into the tavern proper. You get through the airlock, and then the tavern proper, and then Captain gets a call from Query, and she says, "Victor, darling, you're not going to like this." And she holds the phone up, and 
her and Satir and Quip are currently taking cover behind the ambulance med evac vehicle they took. And she reaches up and there is like an army of stalwart blades surrounding them. And she lowers it back down. She says, we're not going to make it. So you are going to have to run and come back for us. And the captain says, absolutely not. We are not, you're a crew and crew is family. We do not leave family behind. And he 180s and begins walking back out the tavern. Cody follows. Captain, what's our phrase? He turns around. He says, Dern, you shut your mouth. And on the other line, Quip says, he's right, Captain. Don't be a hero. Don't come get us. If you die or if you get arrested, then we're all fucked. With the four of you out there, you can come get us. You can clear our name. You can rescue us. You can prison break us. You can do whatever you want. But if we're all caught, we're all caught. If we're all dead, we're all dead. That's what we live and die by. Do not come get us. Don't be an idiot, Captain. And Query says, you know he's right, darling. All right. Okay. We'll get out. And suddenly you hear uh, just a ton of boots. And down the corridor, you see the blades en masse, uh, a force larger than the ones that Quip and Query and Satir are facing, all rushing down through the corridor. And they make it to the airlock of the Maverick, and all of them have their guns drawn. And the one who's clearly the commander, it's uh, Treg. He says, gentlemen, I like you guys, but you know what you did. And you know we got to take you in. So put down your weapons and come with us. The the screen is still up on the call, right? Um, yes. Cody makes two awkward signs at Satir because he's been trying to learn sign language since he's been being taught piloting, and all he knows is "thank you" and "sorry." And he does them quickly and says, "We didn't do anything. We got too much evidence to believe that kid." And in the crowd, you hear a one of the weapons charge up, and he goes. And one of the shots goes off. One of the people shoots. Um, Cody does a 21 hit your EAC. Oh, yeah. Uh, You take six points of fire damage as one of the blades shoots. And Treg says, what the hell are you doing? Hold your fire. I said we do not shoot unless we have to. They have not even drawn weapons yet. And suddenly a silver spike plunged through the back of treg and within the blades it becomes chaos they all turn on one another and some of them begin firing on others most of them the ones who are firing uh do so with accuracy the other ones all seem to have no idea what's going on as Azen walks through the crowd towards the maverick and he says you have something that belongs to me we have to go captain <laughs> Cody's like running towards the ramp and like trying to gesture for any of the blades nearby to get in. No, no. No. <laughs> can't trust them. I gesture them away. <laughs> Captain looks at you, Dern, and says, make the call. Make the call. Captain, if we can get out of here in the next 30 seconds, I'll make the call now, but we only have a 30-second window. That's fine. That's all we need. Make okay. it. Call her. Done. I send a little, just a little emoticon of a little rat and just send it to her. And you get back. 30 seconds. Before we start to move, Merrick yells at Azen. Azen, why? All you wanted to do was be free and do whatever you wanted to to liberate. This is 
tyranny? What, 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 what changed? What happened? Was this always the plan? He looks at you and says, this is liberation. And his arm once again turns into a blade, mirroring much your Solarian blade, Merrick. And he slowly begins walking and Victor puts his comms up to his, uh, you know, pulls up his, his wrist computer and he says, initiate remote launch protocol for the Maverick Tavern designation. And he takes a step forward as the barrier appears between you and him with him on one side and you on the other. You hear the locks disconnect and from the other side of the barrier, uh, Victor Benson looks at you and he says, go clear our name, get our people. And before any of you say anything, this isn't being a hero, this is being a captain. And he drops the kunai into his hand, and as he charges forward towards Azan, the Maverick launches forward. Fuck. What captain. the f- What? As you guys jettison out into space and leave the cube, you can see just kind of the widespread destruction that you guys didn't really know what was happening. There are chunks of the cube missing and gone and debris has sort of filled there's always chunks of debris around the cube because when you have something that's modular things are bound to snap off and break and float into space but there are like sections of the cube and it can barely even be called that anymore the shape does not resemble any sort of geometric shape anymore and you guys are flying through space but it is just the three of you what do you do? We need to get lost now. Lost. The silver liquid, Did does he have it? Roll a perception check, Merrick. Uh, a hot 15. That's enough to notice that he slipped it into your pocket before he left. We need to get that to someone. Do you know anyone? Cody, I think I think we're a little bit over our heads on this one. Yeah, I, I don't even remember half of anything and... I finally had a new family, and now I've just lost half of them. Cody, they're not lost. We'll find them again. We'll stop whatever's going on together, okay? Who who was that guy? He knew you. I'll explain after we've had time to rest. Cody, you can fly this, right? Cody's just like kind of blankly staring. Cody, I need you to get... I need you here right now, man. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. What? What what's that what's that really good flying movie? Um Lightweight to the Danger Zone. He grins a little bit and he's like, Well that didn't quite work out for us, did it? Hey, currently you're now the pilot of the Maverick. Don't let us down, okay? Yeah. I would never let my wingman down. And Cody walks forward to the pilot seat and Are we going anywhere or just anywhere but here? We need to go somewhere. Uh the captain mentioned a few places, but I don't know where. That list, that whatever small list he may have had, if it's not with us, I, I got nothing. Is personally. there like a computer that might have like addresses or contacts or anything? There might be, but now is not the time to do it because you now notice that the cube is launching ships and they are attack ships. All right, I'm That's just going to punch it. That's uh, a 15. Piloting? Yeah. So you start gunning it, but the Maverick isn't a combat ship it's an explorer uh it's got weapons but you guys sustained heavy damage from the terror attack and it has not been repaired yet you guys were just doing you know stuff you were doing errands when all this happened on the cube um the maverick is in rough shape Darren, give me an engineering check and cody give me a piloting check sure 
Uh, I have a 22. That's a 14. Perfect. Okay. Um, and Merrick, give me a culture check, please. Uh, 16. Okay. Durin, you know that it's risky in order to enter drift or the drift, which Mm -hmm. is the way that you travel faster than life safely. You need to have your engine shut down for a minute, your conventional thrusters. If you do that, you will be blown to hell. Mm -hmm. Okay. There is a way to rig it that you don't need to stop, but it is incredibly dangerous and like completely inaccurate. You have no idea where you will end. I can get us out of here. I don't tell them the risk part. Do it. Let's do it. I trust you completely. I don't know if I do anymore, but... (laughs) That's probably the worst decision you've made. I'll be in engineering. What am I doing? Guarding it. When you hear me call, you punch it. Um, So this is all done in the cockpit, Durin, so you don't have to go anywhere. Oh, man. I had a moment. That's okay. We can say there's an engineering section of the cockpit. I raise a fist as if I'm taking it very literally. But then I grin. I got you. All right. What do I need to do, Dane? First, I will tell Merrick, with your culture check, uh, you know that the space outside of the cube, as I mentioned before, has a ton of debris and a ton of sort of... Uh, things floating around and there are garbage stations here and there like scattered throughout little satellite stations that scoop up all this and they could be a decent place to put distance and block targeting of the the ships cool i pointed out to cody get us some cover while Duran does what he needs to do we need to stay safe and play smart all right i start angling towards a garbage like bot so Duran. You're going to have to give me some engineering checks. Give me one right now, please, as four of the cube stalwart uh, Zweihanders fall into place and begin opening fire on you guys. 23. So cool. Perfect. Durin, you have successfully started the bypass process. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cody, you're going to have to give me some reflex or piloting checks, please. Sure. Let's say 17. All right. You're able to dodge most of the fire but some of them are landing and hitting you and are doing some some real damage to the maverick you see one of those things that uh merrick pointed out one of those large trash collectors essentially can i like dip under it and come up behind it so that it's you know between us yeah absolutely okay i assume uh, so give me a pilot, a pilot check, check. yeah oh that's a 19 Perfect. Yeah, you you pull this off with ease. It is not a difficult maneuver, especially because these things are standing still, and you are able to give Duran a brief chance to of stability to do his engineering magic. Merrick, what would you like to be doing at this point? I'm standing next to the captain's chair. I'm just trying to think of anything the captain's ever said about where like where to go if something terrible happened. Okay, cool. Give me a uh, give me an intelligence check. Just a straight up and down intelligence check. That's going to be a 12. Okay. Um, you remember him saying that he did have contact on a place called Surth. Okay. Surth. Um, and if you give me a culture check, I will let you know a little bit about that. But right now, I need Durin to give me a engineering check. All right. Keep working my magic. Oh, same roll. 23. 
Perfect. You now bring up the sort of like bars that show you, you know, thruster power and Mm -hmm. drive power, and you begin sliding those to the other side. And Cody, you feel the 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 juice kind of fall out of it. And even though you're you're punching it as hard as you can, you notice that there is like a a direct drain from from the power. Merrick, what'd you get on that culture check? Culture check, that's gonna be a hot twenty-two. Perfect. So, you know, Surf is sort of a it's a station that's just kind of like chilling on its own. It's a, it's much smaller than the cube, but it is another human settlement meant to be like an entertainment district, lots of casinos. But it's also a really seedy place. A lot of illegal activity happens there. And you know that the captain has vaguely mentioned from time to time that he has someone there that he trusts. Okay. Give me that mental note. And Cody, give me one more piloting check, please. That is a 23. Oh my God. Perfect. Yes. You're yes. just, you know, weaving and, and flying in between the debris. The, I'm going to roll some attack rolls. Oof. So I rolled a nat 20 <laughs> and a 19. Um, so the Maverick has taken some solid hits during the screens are starting to flicker. And mm-hmm. Cody, you notice that the handling is starting to take a dip as well. Duren, if you hit a DC 20 engineering check here. Oh, don't do that to mm-hmm. me. Don't tell me the DC. No. Never tell me the DC. You can enter into the drift. It's going to be a fumble. So, Dane, quick question. Yep. What does a what does the natural one get me? Are you joking? I'm not fucking with you. With an 11. You think you've done it. I look at Cody. I'm just like, don't know if you pray often, but... Now's the time to pray to Triune. Punch it. We'll get them. Believe me. Every fucking one of them. And uh, I punch it. And at that time, Dern, you hit the button that switches over into the drift drive. And Mm -hmm. it happens. Yeah, you enter the drift. At least most of the Maverick. (gasps) Oh, no! As you pull out of the drift, it's a split second that you're in there. But you pull out of it and... Judging by the sensors, there's a large part of the ship that did not come with you. And you, unfortunately, are also in the process of entering an atmosphere of a planet. And, Cody, you have little to no control over this. As you break through the atmosphere of this planet, you begin to see what you're looking at. And for miles in every direction, you see this cracked Earth desert where... Sometimes these cracks open up into these gaping chasms and these massive roots are sort of snaking in and out of the ground. And you can see them weaving themselves almost like stitching through the, these massive chasms and ahead of you is a mountain range and you are flying right at them. Piloting check. Yep. Don't tell me. We're going to have to talk about your good (laughs) ideas soon. Okay. That's that's a 15. That's no. Um, You try to pull up and you just scrape the bottom of the Maverick along these mountains and you can feel just the weight of the ship change as the bottom half of the Maverick gets ripped off. And you can tell that the the reactor is still there, knowing how sturdy that, that bastard is. The reactor is still there, but as you crest these mountains, the landscape completely changes. There is this 
massive tree in the distance and it's probably and when i say big i mean like the base of the tree is several city blocks like it is miles wide and before you are these lush verdant fields and this thick emerald forest and you begin crashing through the leaves and the branches and the trees and the last thing you remember seeing is the ground of the planet Goa. <laughs>